Welcome to Fine Rambles number 147. Okay, so today we're talking about wars of religion. (laughs) Or I should say the new wars of religion. I think intuitively we understand that the media is becoming more and more polarized, that more and more they are preaching to the choir. But I didn't really get how true that is. And according to this poll, (laughs) you know, take it with a grain of salt, but 91% of the people who read the New York Times are on Team Blue, for want of a better word. 91%. And and it's worse for Fox News. 93% of Fox News watchers are Team Red. And the worst, (laughs) although they're all pretty bad, is MSNBC, where 95% of the watchers are Team Blue. But this really helped me understand that these are no longer news organizations. They are the daily sermon. (laughs) They're the daily sermon of the competing gospels. Modern day journalists are the modern priests. They try to stand between the readers and God. They and only they are allowed to reveal the word of God. And, and more. They, they demand belief. They demand faith. They demand obedience. And they're very self-righteous. They insist on their own holiness. They insist on their own authority. And just as priests use the language of religion to justify their own authority and power, modern-day journalists Well, they use the language of of science, let's say, to justify themselves, but without the substance of science. (laughs) There's no there there. They they invoke words like experts and, and evidence, but the meaning of those words is completely lost. Those words, they no longer convey information. They're just, they're just magic spells or, or religious rituals that are intended to create a certain reaction. The language of science more and more is being reduced to a symbol of belief. There's no actual science, only scientism. There's no actual rationality. <laughs> There's only pseudo-rationality. What do I mean by that? What's scientism? What's pseudo-rationality? And, you know, it's not an easy thing for me to define. You know, it's more than just replacing the real with the fake, the, the ersatz. <laughs> it's, more than, it's more than just putting pig shit in a tin that says caviar. <laughs> it's, it's more than just substituting signifiers or symbols for substance, like like some cargo cult. I mean, it can be those things, but I would call those arguments straw men, right? Because the problem goes deeper. Here's a metaphor. Maybe rationality, true rationality, the thing we should be aspiring towards, is 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 a toolbox. And there's lots of tools. One tool is the scientific method. Another tool is Bayes' theorem. Other tools might be, I don't know, the Lindy effect and instinct and emotion. All of those tools have their place. But pseudo-rationality mistakes one tool for the entire toolbox. 
Pseudo-rationality uses the same tool in every goddamn situation, even when it's completely inappropriate. Pseudo-rationality is man with a hammer syndrome. But you can't use the same tool everywhere. Tools are domain-specific. And, and I would argue, at least, that it's impossible to know ahead of time which domain you're in. <laughs> are we in thin-tail land or fat-tail land? Can we create a replicable experiment? Or, in this case, is reality's complexity just too messy? So we're left with what may be an intractable problem. How can we figure out which tool we should use when we don't even know where we are? <laughs> what domain are we in? How can we choose under imperfect information? And I don't have an answer, but I think we have to start with humility. I think we have to start by admitting we don't necessarily know which domain we're in. And that means that we have to admit that faith has a role to play. Faith cannot be eliminated. And I think a sign of an honest rationalist is that he admits his faith. He can point out where he's relying on faith. And the pseudo-rationalist denies faith. He claims to be purely empirical. He claims to be completely rational and objective and certain. I think the honest rationalist would try all the tools and compare their results. And he certainly doesn't carelessly privilege one tool. A pseudo-rationalist refuses even to acknowledge the other tools, <laughs> and he certainly won't use them. Even worse, I think, is that the pseudo-rationalist will refuse to admit when his preferred tool is compromised, when it's, when it's corrupted. And you can tell them about the replication crisis and uh, conflicts of interest, incentive problems, p-hacking, citation rings, publication bias yada, 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 <laughs> and he'll just hand wave those issues away. Trust the science. Trust the science. Trust the science. That's just saying have faith in the science. It's a religious statement. People who tell you to trust the science are deeply, deeply religious. The important point here is that there is no escape from religion. There's no pure rationality. Rationalism is just another religion. There's no escape from faith. So the question is not, do you believe? The question is, what do you believe? The question is not, do you have faith? The question is, what do you have faith in? So it's not faith versus reason. That's a false dichotomy. It's not religion versus science. No. It's faith versus faith. It's, it's dueling faiths. Now, some faiths can coexist, and some can't. <laughs> now, let's take an example. What's a, what's a really controversial issue at the moment? Let's see. Do, 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 do. How about the vaccines for COVID? <laughs> I think that fits the bill nicely. So what are the dueling faiths around COVID vaccines? Well, one side's faith is trust the science. And they point to a lot of really good evidence, right? They point to 
multiple clinical trials. They point to well-understood mechanism of action. Millions of doses administered with minimal, serious side effects. They point to the consensus. All the adults agree this is safe and it's smart to take. And then, well, the other side's faith is, I don't trust the system. And they point to some pretty good arguments as well. That the drug companies are indemnified from liability. That, that the mRNA technology is proprietary and therefore opaque. They point to that very few old people and I think no pregnant people were enrolled in the clinical trials. They point to the idea that mRNA is a novel treatment that has not been tested by time. They point to the double standard in reporting deaths from COVID, but deaths with the vaccine. They point to the idea that public shaming and employee bribing should not be necessary, that those things are red flags. So here we have two very different faiths. There's no overlap. The different faiths about COVID and COVID vaccines are so far apart that, that the different believers are living in different worlds. They see reality totally differently, and they can barely communicate, which means conflict is inevitable. And so this is an example of the new wars of religion. It's no longer the Protestants versus the Catholics. It's, it's well, one way to think about it is progressives versus, uh, well, let me come back to that. But one side is clearly the progressives. Now, what does a progressive believe? Where does a progressive place their faith? First, a progressive believes the world is knowable. And that means that the world is reducible. The world can be modeled. The world can be measured. And therefore, the world can be managed. Two, a progressive believes that people agree on what is true. People agree on what is good. Disagreement is just the result of ignorance. And ignorance can be solved through education. Now, if education doesn't change their minds, well, uh, those people, unfortunately, are irretrievably broken, moral monsters who need to be eliminated for the greater good. They're cancers who have to be excised from the body politic. Number three. A progressive believes that problems can be solved with technology, including any problems that were created by technology. Okay, so that's my take. If you disagree, or if you think I'm strawmanning progressives, please let me know. I'd love to get a better sense of what progressives actually believe. Okay, where are we? Progressives, in my opinion, are one side of the new wars of religion. Now, the other side is harder for me to figure out. Now, the easy answer is traditional religion. But I think that's wrong, okay? I think the old religions are dead. I think Darwin killed them. Now, to all the Christians and Muslims out there, <laughs> are there still pockets of faith in these traditional religions? Yeah, sure, but uh, I gotta say they feel like remnants, like they're glowing embers in the ashes of a fire that's already burned itself out. Now, maybe I'm wrong. Okay, it's possible those embers will start new fires. Wahhabism, maybe. Mormonism, maybe. 
At least Mormons are still having children. <laughs> That's a promising sign. But certainly today, there is no equal force opposing progressivism. There's nothing out there with the same organization or the same power or the same fervor as the progressive faith. I mean, come on, so far, progressivism is making absolute mincemeat of its opponents. Those opponents are divided and, and distracted. They just don't have the fire, the, the focus, the certainty, the conviction, the, the passionate intensity of the progressive religion. They just want to be left alone. They don't want to run your life. They don't want to dictate what you do, what you think, what you believe. And that is exactly what the progressive wants. They want to run your life. They want to dictate what you do and what you think and what you believe. Anyway, that's all I got this week. I'll catch you later.